It's the second annual Mavs Academy Awards. Brought to you by the new movie Euro Step Brothers, coming to a screen near you this October. And Ryan's Accounting, Investing, and Financial Planning, where their services always come in threes. And now, here's your hosts. He hasn't stopped crying since the Lakers missed the playoffs and hasn't let Isaac finish a sentence in almost three years. It's Nick Engstead. And he never met a Tar Heel he didn't like and bursts into flames the moment you mention that Trey Young should be Rookie of the Year. It's Isaac Harris. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone here at the Majestic. I see you, I see you. I see you. Thank you so much for being here. We are back. This is the second annual Maps Academy Awards. A night that we have looked forward to for so long, ever since last year, in which we had the inaugural Maps Academy Awards and we packed this place. And now you're back. We can't thank you enough for being here. It is a crazy night because it is a sellout at the Majestic. A sellout crowd. They said that they, they told me on the way in tonight, this will be a record. A record. A sellout. For the people buying tickets and filling this place, we just want to say thank you for keeping this incredible sellout streak here <laughs> at the Majestic. Unfortunately, I have some b- bad news right from the beginning tonight. Nick, my co-host, he isn't here at the moment because he's sick. He's at home. He's dealing with a sore back. Uh, actually, it was a sore back before, and now, now he's sick, and uh, he's at home. And he says his people uh, surrounding him at home have suggested for him to, uh, to stay at home and to stay away. But I just want to let you guys know here in the audience that I've reached out to him, and I've talked to him. I've talked to the team around him, and I told him, whenever you're feeling better, whenever you're healthy enough, you are welcome back here at any time. I just want you guys to know that tonight because it's key and hopefully he can make his appearance and, and rejoin us at some time whenever he is healthy. <laughs> I have talked to him over the past day or so. Uh, uh, I sent a few texts to him and asked him what, what he had been up to. And he said he'd been watching Netflix and he, he's really been a, a diving into some, some different shows. And one of the shows he's been watching is this Marvel show called The Defenders. And it made me think, I, I knew there was a story around it. And, and did you guys know that originally when they first pitched the show, that they reached out to former Maverick great DeAndre Jordan to be a part of the show? But unfortunately, a, a late cut to the casting, he, he just really didn't fit the description. <laughs> this past season was a crazy season for the Mavericks. We had the rise of Luka Doncic. Yes, yes, the crowd loves Luka Doncic. Uh, we, we had the, the emotional farewell of Dirk Nowitzki, a little legend. Uh, Dirk will never be uh, replaced in this city or around the world. Uh, but it was, a, it was a season of ups and downs. We had a, a lot of, uh, it was a roller coaster type of season. And when you look across the, uh, across the town, across the city here in Dallas, we have another branch of the Mavericks organization in Mavs Gaming. And last year, Mavs Gaming spent a high draft pick and the number one overall pick, actually, uh, in in Dimes. Dimes is their their stud, their number one player, one of the best players in the league. 
And they had a team around him, and throughout the first season there, they, they figured out, they said, you know what, I don't think this is the best team to surround Dimes. So they went to drastic measures last season in Mavs game and said, you know what, we're not going to bring anybody back around Dimes. We're going we're gonna to get rid of all the other starters around Dimes. And they're going to say, you know what, there's nobody that's more dedicated to building a team around one player. And there's nobody, you're not going to find anybody that's willing to deal and trade more starters in a starting lineup than us. Donnie Nelson said, hold my beer. <laughs> Looking over the crowd tonight, I have to acknowledge someone. I have to acknowledge someone, and he sat in front row, a big smile on his face as always, a funny guy. It's hard for me to admit that. It, it, it's hard. But I have to acknowledge somebody tonight. This season was about Dirk Nowitzki. And you know, it was, <sighs> I gotta contain my emotions tonight. But this, this season was about Dirk Nowitzki. The last season, and for us, it was just about Dirk, but for the league and for the NBA community and for NBA Twitter, it was about somebody else that was retiring with Dirk and how Dirk was going out, but he was also going out alongside someone else, someone that's beloved around the league, someone that's played over 10 years in the league, someone's played on multiple teams, has an incredible resume. Someone that's a former Cleveland Cavalier. That's none other than Channing Fry. <laughs> Channing, thank you so much for being here tonight. We thank you so much for being here. And when you guys, when you and Dirk headline this class going into the Hall of Fame, then we'll be there cheering you guys on. You know, there are pretty, <laughs> There are plenty of couples here tonight. When you're looking for love, you can look at the Mavs basketball team and you say, man, who are some love examples that we can look at here? There are pl plenty of couples scattered all throughout these first few rows here. I'm just looking across. We have, we have the king and queen. I mean, everybody give it up for Dirk and Jessica Nowitzki. The, our king and queen of Dallas, you guys are awesome. We love you. We also have the Bereas, we have the Brokoffs, we have the Jacksons here. Thank you for all your community work. We even have younger guys. We have Luka Doncic and his girlfriend here tonight. And it's just, I mean, you see all of these guys that are, are just completely uh, shot their shot. That are completely have these incredible women around them. And it's just further proof to us gentlemen in the world that sometimes you just gotta shoot your shot. Sometimes you just have to have the confidence to shoot your shot. Whoa, whoa, Wesley, Wes, 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 Wes calm down, come down. That was a metaphor, you, you, no, you, stop dribbling, stop, stop. Why are you trying to shoot a basketball right now? How did you even find a basketball? That's not, no. Last but not least, I'm serious this time. I know I joked about it a little bit uh, before with Channing Fry, but I'm serious this time. I really have to, I have to acknowledge this person. It just wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be uh, ethical of me to not acknowledge this person. We have somebody sitting here tonight and um, everybody knows him. As soon as you say his name, people around the league know exactly who he is. This gentleman, yeah, gosh, this is hard. He lives in Miami. 
He, he, he came here uh, from Miami. For being honest, he rides the success of the people uh, that he associates himself with uh, because I don't think he's that great, to be honest. But he's overrated. I mean, if we're just going to be honest with it, he's a, he's a little overrated uh, because he does ride those uh, coattails a little bit. Sometimes he goes on tours around the world. He performs in different cities uh, across the world. And I guess if you want to call it a world tour, sometimes he would go on a world tour. And I would even go as far as he doesn't know a lick about basketball. It's none other than DJ Khaled. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for being here. Let's get to our first award right after we hear from one of our sponsors. And welcome back to the second annual Mavs Academy Awards. Yes, I am back. I am your host, Nick Angstead. I am back. I really, um, you know, thank Isaac for holding it down while I was away. And, uh, and I was away from my, my, my team, my real team here, the Lockdown Mavericks podcast, and all of you here at the, the second annual Mavs Academy Awards. And I'm ready to come back. I'm ready to... To get this on, and uh, I hope that this is my triple double game. And but I hope that I don't get traded right after to another podcast. Locked on yes. Locked on Lakers is not accepting new podcasters. I'm so happy that you joined us. Uh, you uh, left Netflix at home, and that you're back. And everything going on with you is feeling better right now. And that, yeah, that you never know. This could be your triple double game to help you help your value moving forward. You never know. All right, the first award we need to give out, the first award for the 2019 Mavs Academy Awards, the best Luka dropped moment. This is the award that goes out to the best moment or the best play where Luka dropped somebody either with a crossover or a nice dribble or just by looking at him and they dropped dead because of how, how uh, you know, just gorgeous he is. The best Luka dropped moment. The nominees are James Johnson, Miami Heat. Paul George, Oklahoma City Thunder. And Josh Akogi Akoji, Minnesota Timberwolves. And the winner is Paul George, Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh, the Academy comes through right now with Paul George, uh, all star, all NBA player in Paul George. The fact that Luka Doncic uh, pulled off this. Uh, incredible play on such a great defender like Paul George was just remarkable. Uh, the fans uh, wanted this, and uh, the academy agreed with the fans on this. And I think this was a smart choice. I, I like the Koji uh, move, but the Paul George move on such a high caliber player like that, and the bucket afterwards, it's hard to go wrong uh, with this with this winner. It was. It was hard to go wrong. The, the Josh Koji, when Brunson didn't make the shot, kind of kind of sold it. I think for. For Paul George, that that moment, I think, because if if Jalen if Jalen Brunson had made the shot after Luca passes, you know, after dropping Josh Kogi, then it just would have been over. I mean, that would have been the best. That would have been up there with the best Luca moment of the season, probably. And if Luca would have made the shot himself, if he would have taken it and made it, that would have been probably up there for the best Luca moment of the season. By the way, on the fan vote, Paul George only beat Josh Kogi by six votes. Oh, six. It was real. It came real close, down to the wire. Down to the wire finish, and ultimately, the the academy knew that this Paul George one was beloved by a lot of people, and I think I agree. I think it had to do it a lot with 
whether Luca scored afterwards or not. And in the Paul George when he scored, and he got the job done. And we look forward to many more moments of Luca dropping more people in the future. It's uh, it's gonna happen more, and I'm excited. To, I'm excited to see it and to be there for it. All right, in the next award for the Mavs Academy Awards, we need to give out the player you missed the most already. Ooh. And a lot of feelings come up with this one. A lot of feelings. The fans were going going on about it in the fan vote. Um, a lot. The, the, the leading write-in candidate was none. <laughs> none players that they missed already. Uh, Dirk was a close second in write-in candidates. But this is a player that you missed that is already gone from this season. player that was traded this season that left in the middle of the season. Dirk did not leave in the middle of the season, so he did not qualify for this award. We did not count Dirk for this award, obviously. And Dirk pulled out the full-page uh, ad in the Dallas Morning News over the weekend on a glorious Easter Sunday in which he put the ad out and said that he's not, he, you know, he's not going anywhere. Dallas is home, and that it's not a goodbye. And that's how we treated this nomination for this award was the fact that uh, Dirk is still the Mavericks, and Dirk isn't going anywhere, so we didn't want to say uh, put him in this award because, one, we knew that Dirk would win this uh, award uh, 100%. <laughs> uh, so we did, not, uh, we did not count him for this award. But we did count these players, and the nominees are Harrison Barnes, now with the Sacramento Kings. DeAndre Jordan, sadly with the New York Knicks still. Wes Matthews, just got swept by the Boston Celtics with the Indiana Pacers. And Dennis Smith Jr. of the New York Knicks for now. For now. And the winner is Harrison Barnes of the Sacramento Kings. Ooh, I like this one. This is the one I went with. Uh, you know I love Harrison. For Harrison's all his off-the-court stuff that he did in Dallas, community work, the relationships him and his wife built uh, just in this community. Uh, we loved having Harrison here. And, and on the basketball court, uh, he was a divide among fans at times. But, yeah, fans have to, have to miss Harrison. I was, I was a little surprised Wesley Matthews didn't get any more love from the Academy. The fan vote, he had 21% the last time I checked. And uh, that was a lot more than I thought. That, I did yes. not expect him to get that much love from the fan vote. I think that this... With Dennis, with Dennis Jr. losing, and he only lost in the fan vote to Harrison Barnes by 21 votes. I mean, that, when there's hundreds and hundreds of votes casted and he only lost by 21, that is, that's pretty remarkable to me. But I think that, that Den and Dennis Jr. was so beloved by fans when he was a Maverick. I mean, he was probably one of the most beloved Mavericks in his you know, year and a half that he was a Maverick. And I think that the whole staying home and being sick and you know, kind of... What? "Quote unquote," quitting on the team without really quitting on the team, like that whole situation. What Anthony Nick, Davis, he was sick. What Anthony Davis is doing to the Pelicans right now, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. didn't do that. He did like a mini version of that, right? Like he did like an understated version of what Anthony Davis is doing, and I think that really that that messes with fans, and fans do not like that, obviously. <laughs> and I think that played a big factor because I really expected Dennis to to win. I voted for Dennis in this. Uh, he's a player that I'm going to miss the most. I expected him to win, and uh, he did not. So it was very surprising to me. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you in, in the fact that if, the, uh, if that horrible sickness didn't come along at the time it did that kept him away from the team, um, I think that his departure in the trade would, would have meant a little bit different to people. 
even though, yes, you did get Kristaps Porzingis in the deal, if Dennis had rode, uh, just went along a season in a perfect type of way as far as being fully invested and the sickness doesn't happen and all that stuff, then I think there, was, there would be a little bit more uh, resistance to the idea of trading him. But since that happened, uh, I think a lot of people was, hey, I, yes, this this situation needs to needs closure at that point. So, and the fact that they were able to get back Chris Alves Porzingis in the trade definitely helps. And uh, I think it almost it almost makes Dennis's quote unquote like his legacy. It's not really a, a much of a legacy since he was only here a year and a couple months, but his legacy is kind of you know diminished because of now Chris Alves Porzingis coming into the Mavericks. Like it's it just doesn't really even matter. <laughs> You know, yeah, and as a person, we miss him. Like yes. I, I love that guy as a person, and in the locker room, uh, teammates liked him. Uh, we, we all, we always on this podcast had kind of the same thing that we would always say: "Hey, great guy. I think he'll be fine in the league. I think he'll have a nice career." It's just the fit. It's just the moment they drafted Luca. It just didn't fit, and I think. Moving on, if he gets his own team, he gets the ball and run. He gets his chance to run his own team. I think he'll be just fine in the league, and I, I look forward to watching and cheering for him. Yeah, and we we said a lot that it could have worked. They could have made it work. You know, it could happen. They could have fit, but it's just it was so hard to try and make it fit that it just it didn't work out. So I still I still believe it could have worked out if they really really tried at it and kept working at it. But it would have taken years, I think, <laughs> to try mm-hmm. and make that fit as well as Mavericks fans wanted it to fit. All right, the next award, the No, 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 Yes Award. This is an award that goes out to uh, a player that did something, whether it was a shot, a pass, some kind of defense, some kind of crazy play where you just didn't expect it to happen, and so you you just said no, no, no as soon as either the ball went up or the pass went out or something happened. But then as soon as it happened, you just said yes, and you're just so excited and happy that it went in, and uh, it just fills you with such great joy. And the nominees are Tim Hardaway Jr., Luka Doncic, Salo Mejri, and Dwight Powell. And the winner is Sala Mejri. Sala coming through with this award. This is kind of a little shocker for me. Uh, uh, the Academy coming, uh, coming through with uh, Sala. Bring, back-to-back award winner. This right? is Sala's second year winning the No, 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 Yes Award. And by the way, this we sort of had a technicality on this because he was second place in the fan vote. Uh, the uh, Lockdown Mavericks you know, hosts were split on this. And uh, so we went with the second place in the fan vote, and it ended up being Sala. Yes, our votes, uh, it's kind of a three-way vote for how, how these de- winners are determined. Uh, Nick has a vote, myself has a vote, and the fans have a vote. Kind of like the all-star voting with fans and players. And, uh, except for DJ Khaled's not involved. <laughs> except for DJ Khaled. Wait, even though Dennis is gone, are we still mad about that? I guess. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're still mad about it. But DJ Khaled's in the house tonight, so... DJ, we see you. Oh, we, oh, hey, we, yo, we no, you. we the best, right? <laughs> uh, we we see you, we see you out there. Another but, one, uh, another shrimp, another one. <laughs> but yes, this was a a, a lot of good, great nominees for this award. And Dwight Powell, if this was a hit in the face award, Dwight Powell <laughs> would have won that award. Um, I personally went with Tim Hardaway Jr. on this, uh, just because. Uh, I like him, but there were times uh, ever since their trade in which 
there were shots taken. I'm like, whoa, no, 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 no. And then something would go in. So, yeah. I originally thought that Wes Matthews won this award last year, but it's not a no, 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 no award. It's a no, 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 yes. So it means a shot would have had to. <laughs> and I think that was the fans' problem with Tim Hardaway Jr. with this, with this award, is that they didn't see enough of the yes. That's true. He didn't get enough of the yes. He need more of the yes. And with Salah, he made 11 threes this year. And uh, <laughs> that'll come up later. But that was just an amazing, amazing accomplishment. All right, our next award. This is a big one. Ooh, I'm ready. The best Rick Carlisle quote of the season or that was revealed to us this season. A massive, massive award. Huge award. Rick Carlisle is a quote machine. He is someone that you know throughout the whole season that is going to be full of classic quotes. He always tells it like it is. He likes to embarrass people. Uh, He just speaks his mind. So compiling a list down to four candidates. And and Nick, I I think you would agree that all four of these choices are top-notch choices. A lot went into, uh, into these quotes, and fans liked voting for this award. Fans did, and fans had an overwhelming favorite, and they picked one overwhelmingly. But before we get to that, the nominees are You're welcome to rejoin the team. Rick Carlisle talking about Dennis Smith Jr. when he was sick, quote-unquote. He's the best free throw shooter on the team except for Salah. He's two for two. Rick Carlisle on DeAndre Jordan's free throw shooting at the time. I was surprised he... I was a little surprised Nelly picked up on the first ring. He must have been between tokes. Rick Carlisle talking about trying to contact Don Nelson before Dirk's uh, quote-unquote retirement ceremony, I guess. And the final one. Dirk has fun. You don't. He doesn't need to practice. He's effing Dirk. Rick Carlisle talking to Chris Humphreys when Chris Humphreys wrote that story in the Players' Tribune. And the winner is... He's effing Dirk, Isaac. What? This was... It could have been a landslide victory on this one. Uh, we we prefaced this. If you're just now listening, we, we did our award, or our award nominations uh, last week. And... We we kind of talked about how this quote didn't come from this season. That it was just revealed to us this season through the Players' Tribune article. So uh, we wanted to count it because it was just such a classic, great quote by Chris uh, with Chris Humphreys uh, writing uh, in his story. And uh, I'm pretty sure this quote got both of our votes. Yeah, both uh, also of, both of ours and the fan vote was 68 percent. This quote. The next closest was uh, Nelly between Tokes, and that was 17 percent. That was the cl- that next closest one. And here's the full quote. We might as well read it from, from uh, the Players' Tribune from Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys talking about Dirk. He was my idol, but he was so cool that I got comfortable enough to start joking around with him in practice. Then one day, we were laughing about something, and Rick Carlisle turns to me out of nowhere and goes, Hey, Humphreys, don't do that. I said, Do what, coach? He said, You don't joke around with Dirk. I said, But we're just, we're just having fun, coach. He said, No. Dirk has fun. You don't have fun. You need to focus. Dirk, he doesn't even need to practice. He's effing Dirk. Just a great quote. I'm not surprised that it was won in a landslide. It's uh, one of the greatest quote, Carlisle quotes maybe of all time, and I'm glad that it was revealed to us this season So to win this award. Absolutely. All right, let's, uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, you guys can – there's a quick intermission, and then uh, when we come back – a special award regarding Salah Mejri's threes 
And then four more Mavs Academy Awards will be given away tonight. All right, Isaac, it is time now that we give away a new award this season. Salah Mejri attempted 34 threes this season. He hit 11 of them. It was an unprecedented amount of threes for a player of his ilk and his um, stature. And just, it came out of nowhere. We saw a couple last season, but this season, 11 was just a lot of threes for Salah Mejri. And this season, we're going to honor the players around the league that hit less threes than Salah Mejri for the entire 2018-19 season. Congratulations, LaMarcus Aldridge. You managed to hit 10 threes this season, but sadly, you did not hit more threes than Salah Mejri. You were an all-star. You may be all-NBA this season. You're in the playoffs. You may go to the second round. You may be a 20-10 and 10 guy. But you did not hit more threes than Salah Mejri this season. Congratulations, LaMarcus Aldridge. Congratulations to Kyle Anderson, my friend. You hit nine three-pointers this season, and yet you still think flopping means selling it. Congratulations, Salah Mejri hit more threes than you. Congratulations, Wendell Carter Jr. This season, you managed to hit six three-pointers, but you did not hit more threes than Salah Mejri. In the draft, many touted you as the next Al Horford. But there's at least one part of Al Horford's game that you have not mastered yet, and that is hitting three-point shots. Because you did not hit more threes than Salah Mejri this season. Congratulations, Wendell Carter Jr. Congratulations to Mark L. Fultz. Orlando, Philly, former number one overall pick just two years ago. You hit four three-pointers this season. I'm pretty sure Salah Mezri has higher totals in every statistical category over the past two seasons than you. Hopefully your shot comes around so that your career can last as long as Salah's. Congratulations, Marco. Congratulations, Ryan Anderson. You hit nine three-pointers this season, and you're making $20 million this season. Almost one three for every $5 million that you're making this season. You, that math was terrible. You did not hit more threes than Salamajri, despite being a stretch four and maybe one of the best stretch fours in the league. You have been relegated to the bench, and I don't even know who you play for anymore. Congratulations, Ryan Anderson. Congratulations to Ben Simmons. <laughs> the son of Jared Dudley. You are touted as one of the, the new, young, upcoming players of the league. You hit zero three-pointers. Salah Mejri hit 11 more threes than you. Congratulations for such a prestigious award an honorary moment for you tonight. Congratulations, Ben. Congratulations to our final You Hit Less Threes Than Solid Measury Award winner tonight, DeMar DeRozan. You had an incredible season, your first season with the Spurs. You put up 
great numbers. Your team played themselves into the playoffs, but you played yourself into a spot on this list as a player that hit less threes than Salah Mejri this season. You can hit jumpers all over the floor, but you just can't get past that little line drawn on the floor. You hit seven three-pointers this season, and that is less than Salah Mejri hit this season. Congratulations to DeMar DeRozan and the rest of the You Hit Less Threes Than Salah Mejri fan club. You will not be missed. Nor will your jumper. All right. And the next award in the Mavs Academy Awards, the Mavs Killer Award. This is a great award. I love this award every single season. Uh, this should be named. This should be named the uh, DJ Augustine Memorial Mavs Killer Award. We should. We should. We saw. We saw DJ backstage. You know, he's from. Uh, he went to uh, college here in Texas. We saw him backstage. He was in in the room with all of the candidates, waiting to see. Uh, who is going to take away this award tonight because he knows that he kind of founded this award and uh, him coming off such a big playoff performance against the Raptors, uh, I guess last week or so, a few weeks ago. But yes, this was a a tight award. A lot of players uh, killed the Mavericks this season. Nailing it down to four was difficult, but uh, we'll see who uh, the Academy chose to uh, take away this award. And the nominees are DeLon Wright, Memphis Grizzlies, Montrez Harrell, Los Angeles Clippers, Julius Randle, New Orleans Pelicans, and Jamal Crawford, AARP, never mind, the Phoenix Suns. And the winner is Julius Randle. Oh, Dallas native Julius Randle. Is this another back-to-back? This is the, this is the second year in a row Julius Randle has won the Mavs Killer Award. He can, man, his trophy case is filling up. I mean, he, he could put both of these awards next to all the things he won when he played with the Lakers. And, okay, well, that trophy case is empty, but at least he has two, two awards that can, get, that can go into that one. This is just a, another great award for him. Um, he could potential free agent Mavs target, and then that could be the only thing that could keep him if I'm doing a three-peat on this award. That might be the only way that Julius Randle does not win this award again. I thought you were going to go with a Kentucky joke there. It was right there. It was right there for you. You just didn't go for it. You decided to take the low blow at the Lakers. <laughs> and down. I voted for Jamal Crawford. 50 points on Dirk's final game. I mean, that is just savage. That is absolute savagery. That is a remarkable performance. We've joked that that is the quietest. That will go down as the quietest 50-point yeah. game in NBA history. Especially for an older player. I think it was. Didn't you say it was the oldest player? Yeah, the oldest player to ever score 50 points. Uh, And yet no one will remember it because that was Dirk's last home game. And Jamal Jamal Crawford didn't even come in second in the fan vote. He was third to Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell had some monster games against the Mavericks this season. DeLon Wright, only 4% of the vote. (laughs) Even though he had two triple doubles in back-to-back games. Nobody watched those games. Nobody remembers those games. (laughs) Congrats. Harold did play the Mavs four times. Congrats so, uh, to all the nominees. Moving on to the most obvious non-basketball job for a ooh. Maverick player. And the nominees are Ryan Brokoff, accounting. Salah Mejri, translator. Luka Doncic, pro gamer. And Christoph Porzingis, Bond villain. And the winner is... In a landslide, it's Ryan Brokoff. Ryan from accounting. Oh, Ryan from accounting. This was one of the few awards that you just knew how it was going to go. 
And it's no disrespect to Luca or Chris Dapps or Salah in this award, but Ryan had had this award locked down. The Academy was very obvious with it. The fans loved it. Ryan from accounting, is it's a landslide. Absolutely. It's almost as if the Academy created this award just to give it out to Ryan. I mean, it really did feel like he was just destined for this award from the beginning. And uh, to be honest, I don't know if he knows anything about numbers. I know that he uh, everything comes in threes for him, but uh, but he can handle my taxes whenever he wants to. Yeah, there were some rumors that came out about the Academy creating this award. I know a few different media outlets had uh, exclusive, exclusive reports on it, but no one knew if it was actually true or not. And Most of those are unfounded, though. I mean, can you can you really trust? No, yeah, and sometimes when you throw enough stuff up at the wall, something's bound to stick at some point. You just don't know whatever's going to stick. So, but this it was rumored for a while, and rumors or not, the award came through, and Ryan Ryan from accounting uh, just just swept this award. Congratulations to Ryan from accounting. And one of the most important Mavs Academy Awards that was added this season, the Said Says Award. Oh. <laughs> the Said Said Award was added this season. It became just one of the most remarkable situations in Mavericks history that Cedric Sabalos was in, on Mavs pre and post game announcing and doing, doing things and saying things. And he said a lot of things. You can go back and listen to our uh, nominations for the full audio for all of the nominations. But let me just summarize them for you as best as I can because some of them don't make any sense. The nominations are for the Said Said Award. The impact that 42 made, talking about Dirk Nowitzki on his final game as a, final home game as a Maverick. You take your spanking and like it. Talking about, I actually, I actually have no idea what he was talking about when he said take your spanking and like it. HB is the Mavs' best player when asked if Luka Doncic has become the Mavs' best player months into the season. And the last nominee, comparing the KP trade to Whataburger and all the sides and desserts that come with it as other players that were included in the trade. And the winner in a landslide. The impact that 42 made. Let's hear it. Well, a baby turning into a man in front of everybody's eyes. And the state of Texas and also the world understands exactly the impact that 42 has made on this, Mark. I cannot hear this enough. I just, I cannot. The buildup, the way that he just ramped into it, and the fact that we've mentioned this so many times, but this is the last time we'll be able to do it because we'll move on to next season. The fact that literally everyone's shirt in the building said 41 on it, 41, 21, 1. Like, literally, everyone's shirt had that on it. Dirk was right there in front of him. The camera was on Dirk. He could see him. And the fact that he said the impact that 42 has made instead of 41, because he was talking about Dirk. He wasn't talking about Jackie Robinson. He wasn't talking about, about who else? Maxi Kleba. Max. Yeah, he wasn't talking about either of those. He was talking about Dirk. It's, just the, most, it's the wildest thing that happened this season, I think. Well, it probably confused him uh, the fact that Dirk, you know, switched numbers a couple times throughout his career. And no, someone's telling me in my ear. No, he never did switch numbers. He's been that uh, number his entire career. So quite famously, uh, been forty-one. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, I got that one wrong. Uh, thanks for correcting me that my uh, my earpiece there. But forty-two. Uh, forty-two. I mean, I know Maxie's had a big impact on this on this team over the past few years, but. Uh, 
just a classic award. <laughs> we look forward to bringing this award back. Oh, I'm so excited. To bring <laughs> next year. Next this is one of our more favorite things to, to track this past season. Nick was all on top of tracking these quotes. And uh, if you don't have Fox Sports Southwest, if you, if you don't get the chance to, uh, it's, a, it's a treat. It is a treasure. You need to have that uh, to hear Cedric Sabalas. And uh, being a former player, uh, I mean, it's kind of like our own mini version of Players Only, which is great. And it is it's awesome for uh, just to hear basketball from that perspective. Wow. So thank you so much wow. to Ced Sabalas. Shots to Dana Larson. <laughs> She's there all the time, every time. Was she a better player than... She could have been. <laughs> She's not a better player than Seth. She did. She did. She did uh, uh, handle Chris Paul oh, that's better than, than I would on that. <laughs> no. Uh, oh yes, we gosh. loved it. That made She's the awesome. Starters Award show for one of the best memes of the season with, with Chris yeah, Paul. Really? Yeah, it did. I was very surprised about that. Uh, huh. The Take Your Spanking and Like It was last in the fan voting. I, I don't think people understood the gravity of what that situation was. In the <laughs> and I don't think we understood it either. It was just a very weird and awkward quote. Very so. weird and awkward. So... <laughs> There you go. Congratulations to Cedric Zavalos. And uh, we hope to, to continue to have uh, more said. And it, it's only better. It's better when it's just Dana and said on the, the pregame and postgame. If anyone else is in there, he usually tones it down a little bit. But when it's just Dana and said on the pre and postgame, it's, it's just some magic that happens. Ed, Eddie's great, too. But, yeah. So it, Antonio it Daniels is good. It. Skin was good. All, all of them are good. But. They, they take a little of the edge off of, of Seth, I think. We need Seth fully unleashed. We need some takes and quotes from Seth. Absolutely. And the final award for the first half of the second annual Mavs Academy Awards. The best Luka moment of the season. Mm-hmm. And the nominees are the Portland buzzer beater to send the game in overtime. The celebration after Dirk's dunk in his final home game. His personal 11-0 run against the Houston Rockets in a win. And the dunk against the entire Denver Nuggets squad late in the game in crunch time. And the winner is, in a landslide, it's the 11-0 run against the Houston Rockets. Congratulations to Luka, and screw you, Rockets. Maybe we could send an award to the Rockets for this, for contributing I think we should take an award from them. When's the, what's the last <laughs> award they've won? Let's take it from them. Like a rookie of the year or something, or an all rookie team or something. When's the player of the week? Can we take a Harden like player of the month award away? Could we take a Harden like championship away? Oh, uh, no, you'd have to have one. Um, what four? I mean, all four of these nominations were incredible. The Dirk dunk celebration. I mean, that just brings joy to everyone's hearts. Like it's just a warming moment that he's celebrating Dirk's dunk in that one of those last games there. The Denver dunk, we talked about it some. I tweeted about it the other day. I don't think that that play gets enough love because, yeah, he did miss the free throw. Jokic uh, hits the game winner there at the end of the game. It kind of gets forgotten about. And the Portland shot is shown on every highlight clip uh, on NBA TV, ESPN, or anything that talks about Luka's rookie season. But I agree. But they lost this the was game. a. F- Yes, that's true. They did lose the game. This was a full sweep. The academy, ourselves, the fans, uh, the 11-0 run versus Houston. Uh, for me, when I think back at his rookie season and, and the beginning of that, I think of that moment. I think of that run. I think of that night in American Airlines Center and just how electric that was and how, for me, that was his coming to the league moment. That was his – not really 
coming. He was like already like doing well, but that was his holy crap. He's a top thirty player in the league, top twenty five player in the league type of moment, and uh, it was just an incredible moment that I, I won't forget when thinking about his rookie season. It was incredible. Um, it's one of the most watched videos on my YouTube channel, so I had to vote for it because it, it technically made me money. So I uh, wanted to thank Luca and just the fact that it was eleven zero, just him, and the fact that it brought it back. Uh, was just an incredible run against that team, against the Rockets, against James Harden. And uh, it was an incredible moment. It was an incredible run. And this has been an incredible first half of the Mavs Academy Awards. Lots of great moments. Lots of crazy things happen behind the scenes. And uh, we want to thank everyone for, for joining us. We're going to take a brief intermission uh, of 24 hours and be back for the second part of the uh, Mavs Academy Awards. Go out, grab some food. We have some concessions out. We did negotiate. We did finally land Noel's Gourmet Hot Dogs to come in from all the way from Oklahoma City. They took a break uh, from from the playoffs uh, because they knew they were about to get eliminated anyway. So they came down and uh, uh, they they will have hot dogs uh, out to out in the lobby. So grab some food, use the bathroom, but hurry up, get back to your seats uh, so we can finish up the rest of our awards and in the second session. We have our In Memoriam. The infamous In Memoriam segment. Guys, thanks so much for joining us on the Mavs Academy Awards on Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.